Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com slash audio. I think Halloumi is a bit overrated. I right. like it. The pair of you can but fuck if off. But if I wanted to eat a tyre, I'd just go and munch on my car. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Rootin' Round podcast. I'm Kevin. I am still Tom. And I'm still Ed. And this episode is... Greece. Very excited. <clears throat> oh, I'm always excited. Um, <laughs> Have you ever been, like, really... Just not looking forward to an episode. I was... I was excited about learning about Greece for this episode, but as soon as I started researching, I was like, this is very overwhelming. I'm probably going to stop doing this now because Why? there's so much. You've got Greek ancient history yeah. up to all the shit that's gone on over the last 20 years. Yeah. And it's, yeah, I, I kind of... Country. I, it is. It's incredible. I, I, had a quick, I had a quick look at their history. And 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 Kev's I completely agree with you, Kev. Like there was a dictatorship in the like in like the nineteen seventies that mm. cash passed just, over. <laughs> no one thought about it because of the the one in Spain and in Portugal. Like it kinda like just dragged dragged away. So many dictatorships in the seventies in Europe. It was such a, it was such a it was such so a in fad, vogue, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 it was so in vogue. <laughs> anyway, have you guys been to Greece? I have been to Corfu, which I believe is a with Greek the, island, with the with the lads. Uh, no, not with the lads. I never went on the lads' holiday. To, I never went on the lads' holiday. Full stop. Let alone, oh, I sort of kind of did, um, <laughs> but I never, I never went. Uh, I never went. I didn't go to Greece for a lads' holiday. I went with my family when I was about six. Oh, right. um, and then I went to Rhodes. I think I went to Rhodes once, or maybe Crete, and it was, it was really disappointing because. It was the first place I went to, which, in which the pool in the hotel. This is such a middle class story, but the pool in the hotel was seawater, not like chlorinated oh, water, what? and That's it so just strange. it just destroyed the holiday for me. Like, what's the point? If I want to go in the if I want to go for a swim in the sea, I go in the fucking sea. I'm gonna chafe. Right I know. I, 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 was that was that back back when you had chubby thighs as well? Oh uh, yeah, chubby everything, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um. I know the pain. Ed, you've been to Greece, though. I have been to Greece. It was actually my first, like, proper trip, like, without my parents. Well, oh, no, define a proper second. trip. Well, have you got pictures? I've got plenty of pictures. For, I've got some material for you oh, guys. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, I want to see, see your children, Young your childish Oh, I don't think you can see my face. Yeah. Uh, let me see. This, maybe, is, a tr this is a reason, this this a reason oh. to watch the... No, that's the wrong one. <laughs> I wanted to keep fuck? that for later. That's not... Oh. That well, looked disgusting. I don't know what that was. Well, you, but I'm excited. Later. But uh, we can use that for now. Uh, basically, I I went the first trip I went on with like friends that was more than just you know going to. I went to Mallorca once when I was like eighteen or seventeen. Lads? But yeah, nice. but um, I went to Italy and stuff on the the first road trip when my friends and I, two of my friends, got a driver's license. That was. Because one of my friends was from Italy, it was not really a massive trip. We just went to his parents' house, well, his grandparents' house, and just stayed there, basically. But this time, that was the year after that, so we must have been 19. Uh, we drove from Luxembourg to Greece to just, like, go beach hopping and, like, uh, camp on beaches. So you can't really see it there, but there's a tent just behind Tom, I think. Um, and driving there is actually quite far, so the whole thing was quite a massive, like, undertaking really and it was uh, it's got so so much that happened how long did it take so one of my mates was flying oh, it's, mm, <laughs> this guy it's just he's the sweetest guy and i'm pretty sure he'll be listening to this he's the sweetest guy ever really smart but sometimes he doesn't think <laughs> so to drive to greece from not that pretty smart, much though. everywhere in europe you have to drive through countries that are not part of, part of the EU, which means, and they're also not part of Schengen, which means there's borders, which means you need a passport. We just drove there. 
he f- he was planning on flying, and, but then we were planning on driving all together back. And then like <laughs> two days in, my friend says, "Oh yeah, I don't have a passport. I only have like an ID. Like in Luxembourg, you've got an ID, uh, but you can't really cross an international border with that. That isn't like Schengen or something." And we're like, "Well, how, how the fuck are we going to drive back? Like, what are you planning on doing? Like, are you going to fly back?" And he was, "Oh, I didn't. I didn't. I just didn't think of checking if I had a passport." Because this has expired like a year before, or something like that. And we're like, oh my god. Anyway, so we, there's no there's no getting a passport if it's expired. So you can't really. Well, you can, but it takes on. a while. No, I know. Uh, but how did, did you, you resolve it? Did he end up coming, or? Uh, so how did we resolve it? Could you not have gone to the embassy and got an emergency passport? I can't. We just drove back and then hoped for. Oh yeah, just <laughs> shoved him in the boot and hoped for the best. <laughs> Never. We just drove that back is and human in Serbia. We just we just hoped the border guard would accept the ID. Did they? Well, they did, yeah. But we didn't have a plan. Like we didn't so, have a plan so, B or anything. So basically, this whole story was your friend was stupid, and then miraculously, there was no miraculously at the end, was everything was right. fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have you seen emergency passports? Are yeah, yeah, I have. I have. My friend, my friend yeah. got one. Yeah. The I think the like white one cheap. is like cream, isn't it? It's like a different color. I remember it being almost like salmon, almost like a salmon colour, because my friend lost his on a train from, oh God, from Ljubljana to to Warsaw. So he stayed on, he stayed on till Munich, because that was where we worked out, that was where the nearest, oh no, he lost lost it from Croatia to Ljubljana, and then we were taking a train up to Warsaw, the nearest consulate was in Munich, so he just stayed on the trains on Munich, parked there for a few days, and then came and joined us somewhere else in Europe. So it always works yes, out nice. somehow. But then there's, we, we had an issue when I actually participated on the rally with one of... So we had a convoy. There was like four, maybe five teams, I think. And there was one night we stopped off in Budapest. Everyone went out, had a ridiculous evening, and then we carried on to go to Romania the next day. We hit the border, um, and then a guy called James, shout out James Purcell, um, he didn't have his passport. Did he just lose it? He lost it. Um, So everyone was tearing everything out of the car. There was like five five cars, so emptied it all out on the floor, put it all back in, did it again, back in, and then uh, they drove, I can't remember where they drove back to, but they drove back from Romania up to try and find it somewhere and they couldn't find it. So his team drove him back so he could get home on an emergency flight. And then a year later, someone else from the rally went back to Hungary to the same hostel and it was under the bed. Oh my God. All of his, all of his stuff was under the bed and he'd like hid it there. And he was like, Oh yeah, that's that's where I left it. <laughs> oh my god, that's well. I think it speaks more to the cleanliness of that hostel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think I, I think my mate Chris is the one who picked it up. He also left us a message earlier um, for a guest story. Um, but yeah, it was it was a pain in the ass, and he had to go home, get all of his stuff, and then fly out to Volgograd in Russia to meet everyone again. That's horrible. But he finished it. He managed. He managed to finish the rally and managed to. Stumble his way through it. So yeah. what what did you do on this Greek Greek lads holiday? So, well, the, yeah, uh, we we went to so the first place we stopped at was a city called Thessaloniki, and then from there, we went to an island that isn't really famous, uh, but because our goal was to like camp on beaches and it's not necessarily legal, but it's tolerated. We just wanted to go to places where we were was going to be quite quiet. Is, is that one of the 2,000 islands the Greek has of which 170 are populated? I think it's 6,000. It is one of them. Yeah. Is it 6,000? Yeah. Oh, well. It's one for the hawk. Another falcon. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's one of them. Uh, populated called Evia or something like that, I think. Avia, maybe. I can't remember. Uh, it's quite big and it's got this mountain in the middle, by the way. 80% of... Uh, Greece is oh, mountains. Yeah. I like I like this nice. I like this sort of fact <laughs> path we're taking. Just sharing my knowledge, you know. Um, and obviously because it's not, it's got beaches all around. But one side, like the beaches, are really quite remote. So the first night, I'm pretty sure that's Anna. Actually, 
It might be. Yeah, that was it. This place. That's the first beach we stopped at. And we, we met a couple of French guys who were just finishing their trip. And they told us, you have to go to this specific beach on the other side of the island. It's like um, just after a remote village. So the road's quite shit and stuff like that. Not many people. And there's two cliffs. It's a really tiny beach. And at night, you can see the Milky Way just in between the cliffs. And we're like, okay, oh, wow. we just really have to go there. So we went there. And... Uh, we basically borrowed one of my friend's parents' car. So he was quite protective, but he didn't want to break it, which is fair enough. And we got to this village. So you have to go over a mountain. Like, it's just this one road. Not great road, but okay road. Get to a village. And then there's, like, a dirt road. And we were like, okay, let's try and look how it is. And did a few kilometers on it. And then my friend was like, oh, I don't feel comfortable doing this. Me and my other friends were like... like we understood his point, but we were also like, you know what? Let's just try and push it a bit to, to just see. And then he was like, no, nah, I don't want to do this. And we were like, okay, fair enough. We respect that. Yeah. You'd be way cooler if you did. <laughs> so we ended up like walking for eight kilometers <laughs> with like tents and stuff. And because we this we hadn't packed for like a, a hiking trip, this was a road trip we didn't have the facilities so what we did was just bring like tents a little bit of food uh, a bit of water and just sleeping bags we didn't have like mats or anything and we get there and it's just full of cars there's like 15 cars and really straight like missing micros and that type of shit and we were just like what the fuck this is such a mistake <laughs> <laughs> and we didn't even have mats and obviously it was not a sandy beach it was one of the worst nights in terms of sleep of my life but it was amazing like the milky way was right in the middle most amazing thing like i couldn't believe it but yeah, we didn't it have anything stunning out there how long were you in greece for must have been like a week and a half or maybe two weeks, I can't remember. I think the whole thing was like three weeks, so yeah, probably a week to drive down and back and then two weeks there or something like that. What was your best, what was your favourite bit from the drive? Slovenia. Oh, it's nice. the best. Yeah, we Such stopped nice there for, for a night or two as well. That was... I can't wait until we do the Slovenia episode. You know what, mm. I can't wait for like, We've, all got, we've all got stories. North Macedonia. I can't wait to talk about I that country. I really want to go to North Macedonia. Oh, my God. I, on that trip... Okay, I'm sorry. I have to go on a tangent. Uh, we went to North Macedonia, and we were planning on just driving through. And one of... So, the dad who borrowed... The, uh, who lends us his car uh, said... Like, he travelled a lot for work, and he said, Skopje, the capital of North Macedonia, is just, just shit. Just don't don't go. So, we drove there, and we, we wanted to sleep there. So, we just thought... You know, this is just going to be a shit city. We're not really planning on staying. And it is the most incredible city I'd seen up to that point. We just expected it to be quite boring, that like ex-Soviet city, basically. And it's a bit closer to Ashgabat, Turkmenistan than anything else I've seen. Like, really? it's all marble buildings in the center, just in the center. As soon as you go outside, it's quite rough. But in the center, it's all like marble buildings. It's like the country with the most statues in the world. And there's, you can't walk two meters without seeing a statue. And they are massive. And Is that true? They're, they've got the most statues in the world? I think it might be the city with the most statues in the world. Or in Europe. It, I, in fact, I can't it's, 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 it's all like money laundering. Right, for the government okay. yeah. and it's all like just facades but at night those like weird marble streets they play like classical music classy it's so straight such a surreal place and we we just were so, not expecting that because that was built in the last last like 20 15 years so, so his dad didn't know about so that. you know so ah, oh, so these are all like new stuff new monuments it was all like, brand new i'm a massive fan of uh Yugoslav futurist monuments and there's like loads of weird like <laughs> like from of course you are oh I know I'm, <laughs> well, so, I'm, I'm such I'm so pretentious um like there's loads of weird like futuristic like socialist utopian monuments like dotted around former Yugoslavia so I thought that's what you're talking about these are just like vanity projects by the government yeah yeah well it's not just vanity literally where, just they, like... where are they getting their money from what has Ma North Macedonia got aside from I don't know. But it was like it's sunflower so, seeds. Like dirty money that they had to somehow. I I literally know nothing about North Macedonia. I, I know next to nothing. I know that the language they speak is basically Bulgarian. Um, 
and that's it. Loads of statues. And the reason they're called Norse Macedonia is because Greece... Yeah, because Greece and, fucking ate it. Yeah, Greece got a region called Macedonia, and they were like, well, you're not allowed to call your country Macedonia. And they're like, well, we want to. N- no. <laughs> and they're like, well, I guess we're North Macedonia now. Well, that, that was that was like the biggest the biggest hindrance to them joining the EU, wasn't it? Because they because Greece just refused to accept the name of their country, mm. <laughs> which is ridiculous. Like, what's the problem? Well, it's all like Alexander the Great stuff, isn't it? The famous Macedon, who was probably born in modern day North Macedonia, but the Greeks claim him. Mm. Mm. Um, yeah, but less about ancient Greece. Well, less about Macedonia, more and about Macedonia. Greece. Well, to go back to Macedonia, I love calling it Fearom. I think I thought like I like countries with really long, stupid names. Like what was the, What did it mean? The whole thing. Former Yugoslav Republic of Macedonia. Okay, makes sense. Um, so, naming countries. Greece has another name. Yes. The Hel- Hellenic Republic? I'm pretty sure they say Hellas for them. Hellas, so, like, yeah. yeah they're Hellas people, like Greek type people. Looks like you've got a button to press. No, you really- no I was just looking <laughs> at the <a> time. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah. yeah. Why, is, why is that? After the goddess Hella. What did she do? I think she was... Something to do with light, probably. No, Hella. I think Hella was... Uh, Zeus's wife. Oh. I do have a game for us. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Or is, yeah. It, or is it Guess the God? Yep. Oh my. <laughs> I know nothing. <laughs> I I, st- I started listening to a video uh, about um, the Greek, the pantheon of Greek gods, and after about three minutes, I was like, no, no, this is too much. I don't understand anything. Like it's just, it's one of those things. I, I think we talked about it. Religion is just something I don't really. Get my head. Like I can't. I it's just, it's. I'm way too. I like facts too much. I'm way too rational, and ancient, like Greece and and ancient cultures and stuff like that. I just can't get my. Like it's too many names. Just it, choose one. I've been I've been listening to a lot of videos about Gilgamesh recently because it's my new. Oh God! You got a new. Uh, my new my new YouTube nighttime sleepy programs. <laughs> right. It was it was history of Islam. I've done with that now. I'm now you know everything. Oh, I'm over Islam now. I'm, I'm post-Islam. <laughs> now, now I listen to videos about futuristic Islam, about about the Assyrians and and the Babylonians and like the Epic of Gilgamesh. But the problem is, I listen to ten minutes and I fall asleep. So I know <laughs> you ten, the first I know 10. ten minutes worth. I know he start. He's got a friend called Enkidu, and that's it. And they they faff around Babylonia. Anyway, sorry, Kev. I, I, <laughs> that's all right. So I went through a list of all the gods and I picked out ones that I'd never heard of. So I'm going to read the name and you guys are going to have to guess so these, what the god is of. Is it going to be multiple choice? Can you give us a clue? And, have, and what's, what, <laughs> You've what, got too many questions. I haven't, I haven't prepared. But, have you got, have uh, you got any horrible finished sweets for us to, <laughs> to eat? I do have them in my bag. <laughs> Still. Uh, no, I don't. Um, you have to take them as a, as a suppository if you get it wrong. Uh, I bet you can still taste it. Aristeus. Stars. No, the stars. I'm going to say the, the god of grief. No, he's the patron god of animal husbandry, beekeeping, and fruit trees. Yeah, he's the son of Apollo. Beekeeping as well, that's so specific. Cerus? Uh, Clouds? He's the god of favourable moments. Hymenaeus? Hymens, obviously. Well, the marriage ceremonies and inspiring feasts. So that probably is where Hymen's come from. <laughs> yeah, inspiring <Wow>. feasts. <laughs> uh, and Momus, Momus. So he's the god of satire, mockery, uh, writers, and poets. Oh. Were you actually expecting us to guess something? No. Okay. No. Well, I was just. And, to, there yeah. were stupid gods of stupid things. Well, um, so something I realised was that there were gods of like. As they were listing off the gods, it's like they literally had a god for almost everything. Mm. It's basically Things, like we've got emotions. Like... If if mm. you can see it or feel it or do it, the Greeks have got a god named after it. Yeah, the, one of the things I was looking at is uh, the etymology of English words from Greek, and most of them are god-based. Oh. So my favourite one was Hermaphrodite. Hermes. And Aphrodite. Oh my god. And their son God. was supposed to have both genitals. Or that, son. I'm not sure. 
<laughs> but you can't... So I was reading up on this because I know hermaphrodites are a bit of a contentious word nowadays. So you can't really... It's offensive to describe a person as a hermaphrodite, but you can still use it in nature. Like snails are hermaph hermaphrodites because they have both... Both Interesting. organs. So you need to have functioning both organs to be a legit hermaphrodite. Ah, uh, so that's so. So people who are intersex were just were just medically mislabeled, like yeah, medically, mislabeled. Like, like, yeah, like, yeah. Taxonomy oh, sounds even fucking worse. They're yeah, just mislabeled. Sorry. Yeah, old m old medicinal words that you can't use anymore. How do they have a god for that? I don't know. If you can, if you can <laughs> see. Oh well, no, it's Hermes and Aphrodite, so they're two different gods. But I don't know what the god first hermaphrodite was called okay. but there's there's so many words that stem from from ancient rome and the rome uh, rome ancient greek and the greek gods i feel like we're back to the india episode a bit like how many how many indian words that we use oh, oh no, yeah. no to be yours your point is much much better sorry. <laughs> <laughs> there's loads there's there's just uh some that i i absolutely loved there were um there was Echo, is, is one of my favorite stories. So Echo was a nymph, um, but one of few nymphs that didn't spend the night with Zeus. Oh, yeah, because Zeus, Zeus laid, a womanizer. He laid pipe. He laid lots and lots of thundering pipe. Um, but she did play into his um, womanizing and distracted Hera. Um, and then she was punished by not being able to speak her own words, only the words that she hears around her and she fell in love with Narcissus who is Narcissus who's the man who fell in love with his own reflection or the god um, and that's where we get narcissism from and she followed him while he was hunting she followed him into the mouth of a cave while he was hunting inside and he noticed there was someone tracking it and he shouted who's there and all she could say back was, who's there? Who's there? And that's where they get the term echo in the oh. cave from. That blew my mind. incredible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely loved it. Um, yeah. Thought, I thought that was super cool. And I'm, I'm going to have to do one more. I've got fucking loads there, but I've got one more. Um, which is about, where are they? They are... Um, Zeus's nine daughters, they were called, um, fucking hell, what were they called? Uh, the Muses. So, they're nine gods of art, poetry, and dance, um, which the, the art of the Muses is called music, and that led to the phrase music, but then take a step back, so... The original word for a place of study, library, or art oh, musée. was okay. museon. So they both have the same music and museum. Wow. Both have the same etymology. That's fucking fascinating. Yeah, loved it. It's Absolutely loved because, it. Because like languages that are coming from Latin, like um, sp Spanish, they still use that as well. Mm. And it's just completely different. But presumably that, that's because the Romans were so heavily influenced by, like, Greek um, philosophy and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, probably. And there are loads well, of like, I mean, everyone's like, influenced deeply by Greece. You've got democracy, for one. Yeah, yeah. but only if you're a citizen. Yeah. And, like, 80% of ancient Greek were slaves. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. There was, there was a couple more. There was... Um, so the alphabet, the first two Greek letters, alpha and beta. Yeah, makes sense. Put that together. It's your ABCs. There they are. Uh, probably should have put that up at the start of all the etymology stuff. <laughs> um, and this one just made me laugh because it's kind of gross. Um, so galaxy, the word, um, comes from the Greek word milk, which is gala. According to one myth, the Milky Way was created by Zeus's baby son, Heracles, after he tried suckling on his stepmother's milk while she slept. When Hera woke up to discover that she was breastfeeding an infant that wasn't hers, she pushed the child away, causing her milk milk to spurt into the universe. And they're the stars that we no have. No way. Yeah. That 
is <laughs> if I'd that known that on that mind. beach that in Milky Greece, way. I would have loved him. It's the most beautiful Milky Way you've ever seen. So are you going to stand on a beach with some milk next time and be like, go home? <laughs> <laughs> but oh I've, I've got loads more, but they're... I, I, could, I thought they were I could, fascinating. I could, I, could, I could listen to you talk about that. For, uh, I could hear those stories for hours. I might have just found my new bedtime listening. <laughs> okay, one more really short one. Right. Greek mythology. Mythology was borrowed from the compound of the Greek words mythos and logos, which is... Sto- well, mythos is story and logos is speech. Mythology. That's incredible. Yeah. And then we've got myth as well. That's a myth, bro. There's loads. There's like iridescent, mentor, nemesis, chronology, nectar. The god's nectar is... uh, Neck is tar. Uh, Neck is death. And tar means to overcome. So drinking nectar, the nectar of the gods made them gods. Immortal. So why uh, is the nectar card called nectar? Uh, because it helps you overcome uh, <laughs> crippling, crippling <debt>. price increases. <laughs> okay, <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's there's loads there um, for days and days and days. But yeah, I, I I thought the etymology of how we go back that far to ancient Greece is just astounding. I've I've got a story. Would you want to go into the? Well, we've got a new addition to the podcast. Oh yeah, yeah. new addition to the podcast. Uh, this. Is the first time we're trying it. It is guest stories. Uh, so for our inaugural guest story, uh, we've got it from uh, a person that shall remain nameless. I've named them Mr. K. Um, <laughs> and uh, over to Mr. K. Basically, you know what valley porting is, right? It's when you just fucking bang a load of valiums. Normally about, I don't know, I think four or five maybe. It depends what your tolerance is like. Um, bang a load of Valiums before your bus journey and then you just basically put yourself into a chemical coma and wake up in your destination. Um, I did this before, I did this before I knew I had a stomach bug. So I kind of, when I, when I took the Valium, I was like, well, I'm fine. Um somewhere along the journey, I think it was very early in the morning, I woke up and I was like, fuck, I'm going to shit myself. Um, there was no way I could stop it. So basically just ran, ran down to the, to the bus driver. He didn't speak a word of English and I'm just kind of like doing the international sign language of I'm going to shit myself. Um, and I'm going to shit myself all over your bus if you don't pull over. So I kind of just blackmailed him into pulling over. He pulled over at the, the, the edge of the jungle basically and I just had to fucking waddle off and just kind of shit myself um I don't think anyone was really awake anyway but I'm sure a few people saw um I went behind like a concrete block but because I'm cramping up so much and I'm so ill I'm taking a long long time um probably about three or four minutes and then bus driver starts pulling off and just leaving me there and then luckily Dwayne was the only one awake who just literally was like stop do not leave him. Um, and Dwayne forced the bus driver to just stop and let me on. And I just waddled on and I, I stank a shit. It was, it was kind of like the green, you know, the green mile when he like walks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Basically, I had to walk on the bus, a crowded bus, and everyone obviously had woken up by this point and I just had to waddle on with shit on my legs. Um, sat next to Dwayne and he's like, dude, you stink a shit. And then I went back to sleep. All right. Well, I, I, was, I must have was missed it. Where, where was that? Uh, that was in Thailand. So I actually, I know this guy because I met him in Thailand. Um, and the guy, Dwayne, that he's talking about. Um, Is it The Rock? No, I, I wish. <laughs> far, 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 far from it. Um, we all went on a, a dive boat together Paper? once. <laughs> but uh, oh we all went on a dive boat and went on like a, an island trip. And turns out he couldn't swim. And we all just stood on the beach laughing at him while he couldn't swim from the boat while he was drowning <laughs> did, did you he didn't drown. One, one person went out to go and help him but um oh, poor Dwayne. Yeah. glad he wasn't part of the royal family he couldn't touch him then oh yeah in thailand yeah um so that was our first first yeah. guest post I'm... i i want to say something about that because the anxiety like it's kind of good he wasn't valleys because the the anxiety to 
thing that your boss must be drawing off and you've got your out there in the junk just shitting. Just got to finish off. <laughs> I f- uh, well, I love, I love uh, valley porting. It's not an expression I've heard before, but as soon as he explained it, I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm on board. Been there. I, I mean, I haven't, but I, I, I've almost I've, certain you have. I have been there. And it's, <laughs> it's glorious. Um, wow, those circumstances sound pretty... I, I just imagine it's nothing worse than... like. Waking up, waking up after taking Valium is tough, but waking up and having to have the like the clarity of thought to be like, I'm going to explode and I need to stop this bus. And like, you've got a ticking time bomb, and you're trying to defuse it whilst being like in a Valium stupor. That's tough. And trying to explain to a Thai bus driver that you're going to shit yourself. I think that's probably the easiest part, to be honest. Yeah. The, th- the thing is, I've never seen this guy panic. And I can imagine him panicking this situation, but his panic mixed with Valium is... I don't understand why the bus driver would leave, though. I think oh, he may have thought forward. that he came back on, or... You never know. <laughs> you never know. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm presuming a lot of the, the stories we're going to get from, from guests is going to be a lot of soiling themselves. Well, if you've got soiling yourself stories... I'd send them in. (laughs) We will listen to all the stories. I'd give that a solid four out of five Valiums. Depends on (laughs) (laughs) depends on your tolerance. Um, So keep them coming in. Keep them coming in, listeners and viewers. Um, We can also message us, and then we'll read them. You don't have to send a voice message. Yeah, we can read them out. And also, if you want to specify what accent we read them out in, we can we can we get Ed to to do an accent. I'm literally the worst person to do do his best Inspector Poirot. Detective Poirot. <laughs> um, a couple of things, a bit of housekeeping. Uh, we haven't mentioned the Alpha Guest House yet. We're, yet. We're still looking for sponsorship. Alpha. I, I actually. Oh. I, I actually had I had an idea for for a segment, which I didn't do for this one. I'll do it for next week. Um, I want to run it by you live prior to doing any research because I'm not going to fucking do research for no point. We need to find. The Alpha Guest Houses of the world, of every place we go, we go to, every country we go to, we need to find the yeah. worst-rated hotel and read out some of its incredible reviews. Yes, yes. that's um, what there's a reason I loved you. Look at you, so genius. That's that's going to come in. Um, that's great. If you've been to an Alpha Guest House somewhere, let us know. Yeah, Love have it. you been to an Alpha Guest House that isn't the Alpha Guest House? I once. Yes, I have. I've been to some terrifying places. But that's all for next week, because uh, I've got a story oh, ab- about, about, about Greece. Um, give you a choice. Do you, want, do you want lads, do you want plates, or do you want shagging? Whichever button this is. Let's go for lads shagging. Oh, well, oh. plates. Plates. <laughs> plates it is. Plates. Um, this is a Greek plate, by the way. You asked that for is a plates. Greek, well, I'm not sure it is, because it's still in one piece. Well, I- Hey-o. Uh And that's what I'm going to be talking about. Why do Greeks smash plates? Anyone know? Because they're fuming. Because they are fuming. Um, it was really interesting, actually. Oh, if it wasn't, I wouldn't have talked about it. <laughs> no, no, I don't, I don't know um, why. Basically, it started, um, it's got two reasons. You used to, smashing of a plate, like, symbolised the end of life. So it was often done at people's funerals. Um, so you'd smash a plate, and you'd go, oh, they're dead. Whatever. Um, I'm going to buy a new plate. No, he's dead. My husband's dead, <laughs> and I need new crockery. Um, <laughs> but but then it was it was also done at a at celebrations at joyful events because Greeks are really superstitious and they believe in like bad spirits and good spirits and, and nonsense and like that. And medium spirits. And medium spirits, yeah, high high, medium, and low spirits. Um, and so what they would do at celebrations was they would smash loads of plates to make all the bad spirits think it was a sad event so they wouldn't come and ruin it. <laughs> so It's like not inviting a shit like person an, to your party. Yeah, sounds like yeah. an expensive way of <laughs> trying to have a good time. Well, Just get a doorman. Well, Greek, <laughs> Greek, Greek, rest, Greek restaurants and households now have like special... Well, I imagine plates that aren't made of... In plastic expensive. so they can bounce <laughs> yeah yeah plastic really ruined <laughs> um, um yeah they use like special plates now that are 
cheap, I guess. Oh, for like <laughs> smashing plates? Yeah, for smashing plates. Oh, okay. Have you, have you ever been to a Greek restaurant where they smash, smash plates? No. no. I have. I've smashed plates with you Yeah, I know. in our kitchen. I was, think, I was remembering that when I was doing the research. That was really fun. What? Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> Tom and I lived in a giant house share. There was, what, 12 people? Was it 10? Yeah, 12. There was a lot of people. And basically, it was just this conveyor belt of randoms. And everyone would bring their plates and leave them and then move out. So there was one point where we had like four stacks of plates like this. So we just closed the the kitchen door. All of us stood in there and started playing the... And we were all just walking around the room smashing plates because we needed to get rid of them. That was such a cathartic day. There were no bad guys there either. Did its job. Yeah. 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 Well, if, if there was one person in that house, I would have wished death on. I think <laughs> yeah, he's probably not listening. Um, <laughs> he's probably dead. <laughs> yeah. Well, plates did their job. There's a lot of superstition out there, though. I, I, there's if you see like a bad omen, there's a you have to spit three times. Yeah, I heard that's why getting like getting spat on by a, a Greek person is actually a good thing. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's good luck. Yeah, shot yeah, by yeah, a bird. Yeah, shot by a bird. Yeah. I want to know about the shagging. You want to know about the shagging? Yeah. Well, okay, so take take this fact with a grain of salt because a survey commissioned by Durex um, <laughs> analysed the sexual habits of people belonging to 26 nationalities, I'm not sure which ones, um, showed that the Greeks have sex the most frequently of any nation in the world. Good on you, Greece. Uh, Fair enough. There were nearly 30,000 people from countries across the world participated in the study. Lots of various um, uh, questions about, about their sexual health habits. And Greek adults apparently have... 89% of Greek adults have sex at least once a week. Um, following that, uh, Brazil, obviously. Shaggers. Shaggers, uh, 85%. Um, and then, yeah, so also, they didn't just talk about, about the type, like how often they have sex. They talked about the duration of sex. Now, I've got some, I've got some issues with these numbers because I just, I I don't know what they're counting in all this. Um, (laughs) so Greeks and Nigerians have the longest sexual sessions, um, and they found that they have sex, Nigerians and Greeks, not maybe not necessarily together, but like in their, in their <laughs> answering. Um, an average session lasts 21 minutes. And I think, what does that include? Aside from the smashing of the plates, but to bookend, <laughs> to bookend the entire... Um, yeah. No, that's a good question. I think 21 minutes is like... What's the, what's the lowest? All stoppage? in. Not all in, I mean... Yeah. All encompassing. With, with the foreplay... The kisses. And the kisses. And the crying at the end. Yeah. Put, put in yeah, spare <laughs> spare a couple of minutes at the end for I'm really sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So 20... do, do, do you know the bottom of that list? That's what I want to know. Pardon? What's the worst country? No, I I I don't didn't probably the UK because we're so sexually repressed. Um Yeah, no, I don't know. But I know that the Greeks have got the highest rate of abortion and the lowest level of divorce in the EU. And the, lowest, and the lowest each other? And the lowest rate of suicide. Lowest rate of suicide? Yeah. Oh, shit. Do you know many Greek people? I, uh, I, I know a couple. I, I sort of had a bit of a fling with one, mm. but I didn't go anywhere. How was the sex? Uh, we, do you know what? 21 minutes. 21 minutes, exactly. <laughs> uh, no, it was, it was closer to the, um, the So Solid Crew song. Of this. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no, we never had sex, actually. Um, yeah, gutted. Yeah, gutted. More gutted for her. No, not that. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's uh, Greeks. I kn- I wouldn't have thought Greeks were such shaggers, but clearly they they're are. They're beautiful people. They are. They're, they're gorgeous. And I would definitely think they'd be shaggers. Yeah, but not, not like on more than Brazil levels. I don't know. Like, they're... They're attractive people and they basically live on beaches and islands. And Isn't it's, it? It's the sunniest, it's country, the sunniest on, country in the world. In right? the world. So yeah. everything's just. Everything's set up for you just to get in there. Yeah. I think it's around like 220, 30 days of the year they get sun. That's too many. 
Yeah. They could just like, give, give them to like, us. Yeah. One, two. Bit. But yeah, they're, they're beautiful, beautiful people. Good you, food. I want to know. You what... said you had some feelings about their food, and I'm yeah, intrigued. Actually, yeah, just say that. I'm just going to go to a right. random picture. Biscuits aside, it's grossly overrated. Why? Because it's just meat on sticks. But it's all so fresh. Like all the it's salads and olives. whatever. Like, no, no, it's just... Feta. Fresh and pure ingredients are just lazy and no technique in my eyes. So what would you say about, for example, Italian or Spanish cuisine? Then? Because that's pretty much the same. It's fresh, good ingredients. Again, overrated. Overrated. This is the first time that I've started <laughs> leaning towards Ed when it comes no, to food. No, I, I feel like... <laughs> I, feel, I feel like I can... You know, Italian food's got lots of regions and there's a big difference between the north and the south and Spanish food's got some spices and Moorish influence. And Greek is just like Greek food. It's just like lamb and a few kebabs. But it's all it's so influenced from the places around it as well. Yeah, but and all the all the people that have ploughed through. It just doesn't do it for me, you know? It's not... Fair enough. But for me... Oh, that's the, but, the, but that's that's Turkish. Is it? Well, well, yeah, because it's just, it's just always kebab Turkish. Oh, it's kebab Greek. No, no, because it, it comes from the Ottoman Empire. Like, but the Ottoman <laughs> Empire <laughs> went to Greece. Yeah, so it's okay. Okay, <laughs> okay so um, fuck you, Tom. No, no, no. no. So <laughs> I just feel like good ingredients, which I have because of the sun and stuff like that. Dash of olive oil. You can't go wrong with that. Well, I disagree. And then good cheese as well. Hmm. Only one good cheese. They've got a lot of no, they've got fresh, two, like two, goat cheeses. Right, two good like cheeses. That. Where's halloumi from? Cyprus. Yeah. Is it? Oh, I'm pretty got, sure Cyprus. They've got one good cheese then. Take that back. Halloumi. Uh, I know I'm, I'm going to like alienate a lot of our viewers here, but I think halloumi is a bit overrated. I right. like it. The pair of you can but fuck if off. I, if I wanted to eat a tyre, I'd just go and munch on my car. All right. I, well, I, once, I had vegan halloumi recently. Fucking travesty it was. What is that? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it was it was gross. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't I do not use that word lightly. Um yeah, I just don't I just don't get it. I mean pita bread, yeah, great. Nice. Um I I'll agree it's not like the most varied like you just you have salads and and gyros. Yeah. I've I've enjoyed Every Greek meal I've had. I've I never, like, the thing is, like, the, the, their worst meal is still going to be so much better than British slash Luxembourgish best dish. Oh, British food is, is dull. Yeah, but I'm not comparing it. But I think their worst meal is still, like, one of the best. Like, their worst meal is not going to disappoint you. You're not going to be like, oh, I've had this plenty. Shit. I've had, I've had, no, no, I had plenty. I've had one very disappointing. Do you know what? I think I'm sort of reading into it. Is that own. why you didn't have sex with her? <laughs> she no. cooked for you and it was not good. Um, she no, I cooked for her and she's like, oh, "That's why I'm not having sex with Why you make the food so complicated? <laughs> um, lamb. <laughs> um, uh, no, I I had actually ordered Greek food about three or four months ago and it was terrible. Okay, and, and I think it's just set a tone that I'm gonna, that's going to live for me for the rest of my life. But at the Fair same enough. time, see, like ordering or going to a Greek restaurant when you're not in Greece, I feel like it's. Because it is quite well, simple food, it's not really worth it. Unfortunately, a delivery didn't bring anything from Greece that day. No, but you know, no, I mean, it's I, like I, you I can do it yourself at home, yeah. apart from like specific, like maybe the meat and for gyros and stuff like that. But even then, you can still get some stuff. There's some pretty good vegan stuff, by the way, uh, that you can buy in supermarkets. Uh, that's pretty good. But in general, I don't like. I very rarely would go to like a Greek place here just because mm. at the end of the day they're going to be using what you can buy in a supermarket and it's never going to be the same as in Greece. Well, there's a there's a place that I go to more so than Athenia. most. The Athenian, yeah. It, it's good. It's it amazing. Good. <laughs> it's good amazing. Too, and if you... Have, eat, right, have you eaten at the Athenian? No, I don't think it, The Athenian it, is good. We'll have to have video to your reaction place, when you bite a, into the The sauces are delicious. All right, okay, so we'll, we'll go for Greek food after this and I'll change it. I'll, I'll, I, will, I will officially, if I enjoy it, redact all my statements. You'll love it. it, it it's good, okay. but obviously like, it's not going to 
change your mind on a whole country's cuisine. No. No. Might nudge you in the right direction, though. Okay. What well, we got here? Speak, speaking of olives, <laughs> well, no, just before, before we talk about else, uh, uh, Greece, Greece has got 1.2 million olive trees. That's crazy. Some of which are from are from the 13th century. Still producing wow. olives. I, I I heard that on alux.com. I oh. mentioned the alux My before. My mic's breaking. Alux, um, the American. Uh, YouTube channel for the aspiring billionaires. Mm -hmm. Three and a half million subscribers. There's not that many billionaires. They're no. all aspiring. Um, <laughs> Just wait 10 years. I, men <laughs> I mentioned them in a previous podcast. Um, I said they had a woman who sounded like a more vacuous version of the Love Mojo character. Well, she's been replaced by a smarmy British person. So disappointing. That's um, a pick a Brit. So it's ruined it for me. Bring, I, I imagine that watch Mojo woman, if she's had a kid, she would be a MILF. Yeah, probably. So for Smooth the listeners, segue. Yeah. for the listeners who are not watching this, uh, there's a big picture behind us of a T-shirt that this says is, "I love MILFs." This is the most X-rated image that I could get Ed to put up. Um, Some of the ones you sent were <laughs> outstanding. <laughs> yeah. Um, the reason I wanted to talk about MILFs is. Um, because of the story of Oedipus, which... Oh, yeah. Do you know Oedipus? No. Oh, Edward. Um, no one's ever said my name like that. So, Oedipus was a mythical Greek king of Thebes. A tragic hero in Greek mythology, Oedipus accidentally fulfilled a prophecy that he would end up killing his father and marrying his mother, thereby bringing disaster to his city and family. He also fathered four children with his mother. Standard. Um, but the story of Oedipus was used in uh, one of Sophocles' Greek tragedies called Oedipus Rex. Um, Rex Rex presumably means king? Yes. Uh, and Oedipus represents two enduring themes of Greek myth and drama, the flawed nature of humanity and an individual's role in the course of destiny in a harsh universe. And shagging your mum. So you're trying to say that the mum there is the first MILF ever, like, kind of recorded? Yeah, she is, she is the... It's not even that I would like to, either. What, what would the... I have, I'm, I'm compelled mother, to... Mother, I... Well, it's just myth. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Oedipus's mum was the first MILF. And that's um, that's yeah. where Freud got the Oedipal complex. Oedipus complex, Oedipus yeah. complex from. Which I think is a very deep-seated deep-rooted thing in a lot of men well they want to they end up dating their mums not that they end up dating their mums but the oedipus complex of it's not necessarily like sexualizing your mum but needing that love from other people like in relationships and things like that and trying to compare the the affection that you'd get from the from the mother and lover okay cool what have you? What else have we got here? Uh, you had Olympics. a story of your feet. Oh fuck, the Olympics! Sorry, excuse my. I will talk French. about feet. So I'm going to talk mainly about the ancient Olympics. I was going to put a picture of the ancient Olympics, but obviously, like cameras back then weren't great. Yeah. No. So I chose one from 2004. Where when was the it, 2004 one? Was it in Athens? Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Uh -huh. So, the first ancient Olympics took place nearly, well, it was uh, 2,800 years ago in Olympia, which was named after Mount Olympus, which is home to the gods. Um, the event stayed popular, so even when the Persians invaded um, in 480 BC, the Greek states had to delay military prep so uh, because so many of the men were at the Olympics. Um, Logistics. And each event was intended to train men for war. So one of the events was you had to run a length of the stadium in full armor. Um, but there were also like wrestling, pentathlon, boxing. I, th I thought that well, so, so but weren't all of the events done naked? Uh, not all of them. Well, I've never heard a lot, that. Yeah, a lot of really well, most of it was naked, but there were some that were. And, so and, like the wrestling was all naked. Nice. Hot. Uh, you know, most you know, of the um, running married women weren't allowed to go. Yeah, they they would be they would have been if a married woman was caught at the Olympics, they should have been murdered. 
are murdered, put to death. And there is no women can participate. As it should be. Yeah. There is, that is a, a, quick, cut, cut. a quick pause on the women thing. I don't know the name of the place, but there's an entire region in Greece where... We'll get, we'll get to that. We'll get there. Okay, never mind. Um, they, uh, yeah, the ancient Greeks didn't rely on goodwill to ensure fair competition during uh, this period in history because it was so brutal. Um, athletes who broke the rules during the Olympics were publicly whipped and could often get fined. Um, and then uh, one of my favorite, as as you said about people being naked, men would also work out in the buff. And the word gymnasium actually comes from the Greek word gymnos, which means naked. No way. Makes sense. I I I heard a little little add on to that story is is that Greek. Greek medicine was pretty terrible, but obviously well, all medicine in the past was terrible by modern standards. But they used to believe that all of the all of your like bodily fluids were your essence, and mm. and that you could take on another person's essence and gain some sort of physical benefit from it or, or ailment. And because they believed that people who participated in the Olympics were lit like almost literally from the gods, after they'd compete, they'd like scrape off the sweat and dirt into like a bottle and it would be sold as like some sort of medicine oh my god didn't, obviously didn't fucking work no um but yeah shit it's and all the all disgusting. the people that won um so they were immortalized in statues at the end of it but the statues were paid for with the fines that people had to pay okay for who broke the rules I like that. So you'd and they were all kind of as you walked into the stadium, there were these rows of previous winners. So you'd have to walk past all the. Did you get Did you get a bigger statue if there were more fines? Like well, we we would <laughs> we would have got like, we didn't have the budget for the big one, the futuristic <laughs> one. I like that. Play classical music. <laughs> what um what's what Olympic sport would uh, would both of you participate in? Chariot racing. Oh, like ancient uh, Olympic uh, sport. Uh, ancient and modern, either. Uh, well, <laughs> ancient, I'd choose chariot racing because that'd be bloody sick. Um, oh, quick segue, not segue, whatever the opposite of a segue is. Um, tangent. detour, tangent. The, so there were no women allowed to participate, but one woman did win, uh, the chariot racing because it's the horse owners that won. Not oh, the okay. chariot riders. So, do they make a statue of her? I don't know. Ah. Or the, or Just the, the horse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but modern day Olympics, I. Long jumping. Got long legs. I, I don't know. Short jumping. That was. Very uh, what, what What do you have with <laughs> short hands, short fingers? I guess like discus. <laughs> yeah, have you got have you got long arms. No. Probably not discus. No, then. not discus. Um, I don't think I'd be good at any. Maybe, any maybe weight like powerlifting. Yeah, but I'm quite weak. Yeah, you could. Yeah, train but for that, I can right? also not jump like far. Like no, I know, but you just have to take training. a step. No, well, yeah. But terrible! I'd be terrible at every every sport. I don't think you'd be terrible at every sport. That's not fair. What about um, jumping into water and doing loops and shit? Oh, I'd be called. good at that. Actually. <laughs> for for a chubby guy, I, I move. What is it move called? Well. Diving. Diving. Uh, <laughs> I'm terrible at swimming. Like if I when you look at your hands, I cannot move my hands. No, no, literally my hands are just pointless. They are. It's not. They're not big enough paddles, are they? Yeah, but I mean, they're not hands. Oh fuck me. They are not on normal hands. Yeah, but I feel like Ed's got gigantic. I, I have normal hands. For you. I don't not think massive. so. I got pretty small hands. Yeah, tiny rat claws. But viewers, there you go. You put it to the viewers. Who's got the nicest hands? I think, I think Ed has the nicest hands. My, mine are all fucked and broken though, because I've got like crippled rugby hands. Yeah, Ed's like, are quite smooth. Have you thought about being I a think hand if model? you shaved that bit off, <laughs> you'd be able to you'd be able to pass for a slender. <laughs> are they soft? Yeah, they're soft. Well, oh. Yeah, you could you could pass for a jazz pianist with those hands. <laughs> <laughs> Just pass for one because I definitely can't play. <laughs> um, so that's the Olympics. Ed, your Olympic sports. Long jumping. You, and you've, okay, and is that ancient and modern? Yeah. 
Nice. Because I would have been tall back then Timeless. as well. <laughs> it's literally just based on my height. Fair enough, yeah. Probably could do a bit of running as well, but I don't like it at all. So. Imagine how hard they must have been. The guys fighting each other back Naked. then. Naked, yeah. yeah. Rock solid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I'm pretty sure we hit an hour. But with all oh, the, shit. The that one went quick. Have we got any other... I've still got lads, oh. lads, 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 lads. I want to talk about this. Well, we can talk about it. Oh, no, I want to hear, hear the most important weird... parts of this part well, of this picture covered. No, there's nothing to hide, but you're... Uh, are, those, are those your legs? Yeah, those are my they legs. They are incredibly hairy. I am hairy. I'm a hairy human being. Um, but this was like one of the last nights in, in Greece and we were on the beach and pretty much like in the middle of nowhere. And that night was a rough night <laughs> and we went on a walk like and there's this road right next to the beach. And because obviously tarmac just kind of water flows, um, they put like this uh, concrete wall just alongside the the road, like between the road and the and the beach, basically. And every now and then there'd be a gap so the water can flow a little bit and not stay on the road. And it was no lights whatsoever. I was just walking with my mates, uh, very drunk, just on the on the wall, and suddenly one of those gaps appears but I don't see it and it's literally the the length of my feet so I just like oops, sorry so I just like fall with both my legs into that hole and I scrape the front of my legs <laughs> on them on the concrete like like you know the square angle on the corner of it yeah yeah and uh, you can't see it, but my right leg there, so I have the scar. Basically, just like it went under the skin, and I had like floppy skin like this, oh, and there was still skin attached to the <laughs> to the concrete wall, and hairs as well. It was the most disgusting thing ever. But luckily, it was at the end of the trip, um, and I was drunk, which was great news because I didn't really feel pain. Um, wow, that... But on a sandy beach, next to the salty water, massive wounds like that. You're not gonna. St- 2 a.m. You're not going to go anywhere. None of us can drive. I was just like, well, I guess this is it for me. I'm just going to lie down in my tent, hope there's not too much sand, and just wait. And it was the worst night of my life. Woke up in the morning. It was obviously like it took three days to just like kind of hung over in a hot tent. I was looking down and seeing. And my mate was like walking to like <laughs> on the beach and going swimming and stuff like that. I'm just like, oh. do you get infected or anything? No, we had um, luckily my see, my smart friend who didn't bring his passport. Uh, sort of bringing like a first aid kit. I didn't think of that, and <laughs> okay, my mate enough. didn't. Sounds like a nerd, that guy. <laughs> it sounds like the backbone of your trip. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, managed to like disinfect it and stuff. Oh, you can actually see it right there. The, the red oh, yeah. pouch. The red pouch is the. I thought it was Tom's coat hanging off for a moment. But no, yeah, it's definitely yeah. the pouch. Yeah, so took care of that. But um, yeah, I didn't tell my parents until I came back. Yeah, reasonable, I think. Yeah. The, the pictures, obviously, we were hiding it, but it looked quite bad because there was a lot of blood. Yeah, yeah. it looks rough. Yeah, gross. That's the type of thing that only a hundred percent bona fide lad would do. Um, <laughs> and speaking, oh, that, <laughs> yes, you wanted a that. picture of lads. I asked you want them to be Greek, and you said doesn't matter. So I thought I'd it still have it doesn't lads matter. At the they beach. look they, like they're from South Wales. I, I was going to say they, they look a little, almost like a little bit Australian. What's that say? What's, what's his tattoo say on his ne- next to his nipple? I love my man. Yeah, <laughs> I know someone's got a tattoo of man on them. I swear it says yeah, Vegas. The last word must be. Is it not like Vegas? Last word. I'd, I don't know. Vegas. Yeah. Anyway, lads. Kev mentioned it a little bit earlier. Almost ruined my, my surprise. Sorry. Um, we'll talk about Mount Athos. Mount Athos is. <laughs> How are we talking about? Because it's lads. Lads, 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 lads. Mount, Mount Athos. <laughs> Mount Athos, uh, this is where it moves away from the lads bit, is a monastical commune based around the mountain, Athos, uh, in Greece. Uh, and it's made up of... Is that where women are not allowed? Exclusively male. Yeah. Uh, so only the monks and male Orthodox tourists can go visit. I think it's like 150 a year or something silly like that. Yeah. 
but the the mad thing is, it's well, it's women have been they've been banned there for over a thousand years, and it's not it's not only lady women, it's women of anything. So any female <laughs> that includes animals, like how do they control no them? milk, no eggs, no no birds, no pancakes. They don't have chickens there. I think they have the meat brought in. Maybe it's rooster. I don't know. Maybe. But they're not allowed, they don't keep any animals there because there might be women. Um, Male cow milk? So yeah, what, what happens if like a, a wild female bird lands on the, on the monastery? God, instantly evaporated. Yeah, God, God evaporates it. Instantly. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, though there's, there's a story. Um, one of the traditions is that the Virgin Mary was blown off course when she was trying to sail to Cyprus and landed on Mount Athos. She liked it so much that she prayed to her son that she would be given it her own as he agreed. And they clearly didn't let her because she's a woman. Yeah. Um, it's still called the Garden of the Mother of God, dedicated to her glory, and she alone represents her sex. She alone represent her, represents her sex on Mount Athos. Um, so really it's like the most feminist... Uh, no, they're, they're, no, that's, like... that's Lesbos. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think I think there is a thing about Lesbos because wasn't Lesbos? There's like an opposite island, and it was like named in joke out of someone's ex-husband who like enjoyed enjoyed going away with men. So there's Lesbos. Mm. And I'm, you'd have to get the falcon out for this. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's my lad story. One quick while, one more on lads. Um, so the Spartans, yeah, when they used to go away to war or training, um, it was seen as a brotherly thing to do to, um, you know. Buggery. Buggery. Cuddle your mates kind of thing. Um, and then when they get got back, it became so normal that, all of their wives started shaving their heads to kind of ease the transition. Interesting. Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Was not well, expecting that, that. I think that's Greece. Does anyone have anything else um, to add? I've got one oh. one statement to make. I've never seen the film Greece. It's Me fucking amazing. Um, I have seen Mamma Mia and I wasn't impressed. No. Me neither. Um... Anyone know any famous Greek people? I know Yanis Varoufakis. I love him. Oh, shit. Yes. One second. Uh, well, you got the the prince. Oh, the, what? Our, well, no longer. Late oh, prince. Yeah. oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, he was Greek, wasn't he? Um, no clue what Philip. Philip. There's a pelican called Petros who lives on Mykonos. Or oh, there was. There was a pelican. Um, so 40 years back... Uh, a Maconian fisherman stumbled upon a wounded pelican um, and brought it back to health. Uh, but then the pelican died in 1986. Um, but then it took a person of stature uh, called Jackie Kennedy Onassis to come to the rescue of Mykonos uh, and their grieving populace because they they don't have the pelican. Jackie Kennedy of the Kennedys. The Kennedys. Okay. <laughs> this shit got real. Um so, uh, so Jackie Kennedy Onassis uh, came to the rescue, um, and she donated another pelican to the island, which was named Irene. Um, and it's is that uh, where we get the song? Oh, that's Eileen. Eileen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> then there was another uh, injured pelican found in Mykonos um, that nursed it back to health, and they named that pelican Nicholas. Now in Mykonos, there are not one but three pelicans that can be seen wandering around the harbour, Petros, Irene, and Nicholas. So Jackie Kennedy hooked up Mykonos. So random. That's brilliant. I don't know if she's actually Greek. I don't know what part of Onassis comes into her name, whether or is not that, that's that like her maiden, her maiden name. name. Yeah. If so, then she is Greek. Oh, maybe. Um, but yeah, who'd have thunk? Jackie Kennedy delivering never, pelicans. I could never have thought that in my life. Like that's just so. I've, I strange. do have a bunch of stuff, but I guess we'll uh, talk about that. Oh, on one last Greek thing. Part two. Just 
one sentence. What's the second Greece, Greece has film called? 18 UNESCO World Heritage Sites. Nice. And it's not a huge country in terms of like... Oh, I, I know. I've got a fact. You're only, you're only ever... You're, you're never more than 146 kilometers from the sea. 137. Oh, I was using greek measurements 137, 137 yeah. yeah that's amazing and i have to 80 percent mountainous yeah i have to say i did say that earlier just making sure um but i have to say that because every every episode i have to say how many tourists go to a specific place so 17 million tourists go to that's greece same. yearly and there's only 11 million people living in and greece. 31 percent of them live in athens <laughs> that's crazy Shit. All right. Well, there we go. Well, there's Greece. Where fact check Pelican will have to say a few things. I suppose. I'm sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. Have lots to say there's there's lots I wanted to talk about, but like actual democracy starting, just the landscape and how it's been. We've not talked about philosophy. Yeah. Science. Animals. Nothing about animals and the actual like landscape and how. Greek mythology has affected the namings and it's, yeah, it's just amazing. So are we going, where are we going? Oh, Greece. Lesotho. Oh. Lesotho. Oh, hello. That's going to be interesting. I know nothing. I, I, know, I, know, I, know. I didn't even know how to pronounce it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I know the, even the flag and I, I, I love flags. Where is it? It's in Africa. Sweet. That's what you wanted. Yeah. It's a, oh, it's a small country inside South Africa, isn't it? Yes. Tune in next week <laughs> to, to find, find out. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. See you next week. See ya. Ta-da. It's that time again for the fact-checking Falcon. So in an episode about Greece, we spoke about North Macedonia and the amount of statues in its capital, Skopje. So there is over 100 statues in the centre of Skopje and mostly built within the last 10 years. Though that does mean that it doesn't have the highest amount of statues in a capital. London has at least 1,500. <coughs> Funnily enough, there is a crossover with Greece. There is an eight-storey tall sculpture of Alexander the Great on his horse. But to avoid offending the Greeks, who claim Alexander as one of their own, the statue is officially named Warrior on a Horse. And even though everyone here knows it's really Alexander, there's even talk of taking it down to further ease the tension with the Greeks. So all of those statues cost Skopje $700 million in 2014, and a professor from St. Cyril and Methodius University said, no, it was definitely not worth the money. Most people don't even know what these historical figures were and what they did. Halloumi belongs to the Cypriots. We spoke about the amount of islands in Greece. There isn't really any clear figures, but on visitgreece.com, the country includes 6,000 islands and islets, and only 227 are inhabited. And that's it from the fact-checking falcon. Go -go!